When do we beat Mexico at the border? They're laughing at us, at our stupidity. And now they're beating us economically. They are not our friend. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems. And they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. You came to me in a dream last night. I will build a better wall and I'll build it for cheaper. And you Mexico were will standing pay. in a brilliant Okay, you gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Ah, oh, I don't remember. One minute. He's going like, I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe that's what I said. But the next you were gone. And the Oscar goes to Leonardo DiCaprio. I thought you could stay, but I was so wrong. The end is here. Grab by the pussy. The game is over. That we can now project the winner of the presidential no race. CNN projects. Donald Trump wins the presidency. The business tycoon and TV personality. Capitalism. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 89 of Blah Blah Podcast. And I'm going to be very serious and go right into the meat of the matter, into the big election elephant in the room. In the very beginning of this episode, I am Jason Green, and with me, as always, is Sean Smith. Hello. Evan Moore. Hello. And Joe Bo. Hello. So, let's dive right into it, guys. Election 2016 just happened. We are Americans, if anyone overseas is listening. And our new president is Donald J. Trump. Dun, I think we dun, should talk about dun. this. <laughs> Um, I'll start off. I am very surprised, and I'm going to be very candid with you all. I did not vote for Trump. I voted for Clinton, and I hate both of them equally. But I felt Clinton was way more of a qualified person, someone who had job experience. And, you know, when you're applying for a job and it says must have five years experience, (laughs) that's how I – Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So she fit the bill. I I don't like Clinton one iota. But I really thought she was way more qualified than Trump ever was. I was extremely, I am extremely surprised by the outcome, but I am optimistic at the same time. And I just want to say, I really, really hate how people on Twitter and online are saying how all Trump supporters are racists and misogynists and bigots. That is not true in the least. I'm sure a lot of them are fine people. Just like well, 99% of the people who voted for Donald Trump are probably decent, hardworking American people. Exactly. And that more power to him. And I'm optimistic Trump could do something good. What do you guys think? Sean, you can go. Um, I mean, yeah, no, you pretty much uh, said everything that needs to be said. I mean, it was a very shocking outcome. I find it very odd. And they were talking about this on CNN, how literally every single poll that was done before the election was wrong. There was only, I'm going to con- yeah. I'm going to contest that for one second. State polls, yes, but in terms of national polling, she was ahead three points to win, and she did win the popular vote. Okay. So on a national level, for the popular vote, they were correct. But every almost every state was off by like a pretty significant margin. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to rethink polling in this country. We'll yes. Continue. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes. No. No. You're you're right. You're right. Um. 
But no, I just, I mean, I, I watched it in a state of shock, just like most people uh, were watching. Um, and, you know, I, I, like a lot of people, I was not happy with the outcome. Um, and a lot, like a lot of people now, we've kind of gone through the five <laughs> steps and uh, we're, I think we're at the <laughs> acceptance part. Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, it was all doom and gloom. It's a good thing we didn't, we're not, we didn't record last night because I feel like if we did last yeah. night, we all would have been brim fire and hellstone. Um, Nazi Germany. Yeah. They're, they're going to take over. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's probably yeah. best that we waited an extra day to just kind of cool down. But I mean, there's still some issues, but you know, that's for another time. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, you got anything to say? This election has essentially just added such a divide in our country. Yeah, and I know you guys feel optimistic, but I'm sorry I don't. And I, he's the reason for all this. If it were Clinton versus Bush, Clinton versus uh, Rubio, Clinton versus Kasich, we would have had a mature, respectful election, I feel. Maybe not Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is very, you know, he's <laughs> insane. He's, he's, He's a creep. Yeah. Um, so I don't think with that case, but it wouldn't have nearly been as bad as Trump. And it's his fault. He did this. He caused this. He brought out the worst in people. He made people on both sides extremely angry at the other. He f- fed into this. And I think that he's one of the culprits. I think the media is heavily responsible in this divide. It's because skewing ye- everyone's opinions. Years and years and years of you have to be one side versus the other. You have to be so far left or so far right. If you're, you know, if you're, if you're, if you lean left, you're, you're call, they're calling every single Republican, you know, a, an uneducated idiot who wants to go nuke every, every country and kill babies. And if you're on the right side, you're, you're saying to the left about the left on this, these news stations, you're saying, oh, you're just a bunch of whiny hippies who want to take away our freedom and kill babies. So it's there's there's no wiggle room anymore. It's it's either no. you're one side or the other, and that's no and and people like Bill Maher are just as guilty as people like Bill O'Reilly. It's it's both sides. Years and years of saying you have to be one or the other, and they created Trump. Trump is the result of years and years and years of having to be one side versus the other, and he just brought out such ugliness. I don't trust yeah. him. I never trusted him. And I do not trust him in this spot. People are saying, yeah, he could be, you know, he they're, they're feeling more hopeful. I mean, I'm going to just have to wait and see what happens. I, I hope that I'm proven wrong, but I just do not trust him uh, that he's willing to cooperate. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. He's The market's going to crash. I assume it, it will at some point. But I, I don't think it's going to be like... Hitler taking over like some people no but see know. the people think Trump's gonna go and just start bombing other countries and I keep telling my other friends like he's not a king he's not a tyrant or a dictator yeah. he has checks but, and balances there's other branches of the government he's people to keep him in check that's the thing so is I, that I really feel like the Republicans now need to step up especially the ones in the House and the Senate because yeah they and need to make are, make sure that everything goes smoothly and people are worried about you know which I completely understand because I have uh gay friends, gay and lesbian friends who are worried that they're going to now repeal the um, gay uh, marriage thing. Now and I'm going to jump in there. Uh, yeah. So I, first off, I, I have to disagree with Joe Bo. I am, as most of you know, 
um, the biggest anti-Trump guy that there ever was for the whole election. I hated this guy. I still do. I did not vote for him. I don't like him. I don't trust him. But I am so optimistic and I am so proud of what Obama and Trump have done up to this point to ensure peaceful transition of power. I I hope I'm proven wrong. I I want to see him succeed so the country succeeds. I hope he can unify people. I hope that he stops the divisiveness that he created, true, but I but now the clock starts over. Once he's the president, then we judge him on the presidential scale, not as a person, a celebrity or anything else. He's going to be the president on January 20th. We judge him from there. There are people protesting in the streets over this shit immediately. It, he has not taken office. He hasn't done anything There's yet. So many people when are he, jumping guns. When he, does, when he does something, call him out on it. He hasn't done anything yet. I am so optimistic, the most optimistic I've been throughout this entire campaign. I'm starting to understand what he tapped into, not just the hatred, but like the the hope and 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 the outsider idea. I'm starting to get it. With the gay marriage thing, I've been I put a fat stats on Facebook saying that Rooting against the president is what caused this divide in the first place. So if we all root for the president and hope he's successful, and if he fails, he fails, we'll fire him in four years and bring in somebody else. But let's hope that he's successful as the country's successful. But I have people, I have a lot of friends in the LGBT community, and and they are terrified. Here's the thing. My theory, and again, I could be wrong. I hope I'm not wrong on this one. Uh, Trump has said many things in his entire life into the election that's that suggest he supports the lgbt community in fact he only mildly meekly walked back on any of it when his conservative supporters started to be like hey transgender bathrooms are bad and he's like uh yeah sure anyway uh isis like he changed the subject I do believe Trump will be a pro-gay president. At the Republican National Convention, when he gave his demagogue speech about only he alone can fix it, he said he wants to protect the LGBT community. Everybody cheered, and then he paused, smiled, and looked around the room and said, as a Republican, I'm so glad you just cheered for that. I know Mike Pence is a piece of shit. I know Mike Pence wants to conversion therapy and all this other bullshit, but Mike Pence is not the president. The vice president's job is to eat ice cream, talk at high schools, and wait until the president dies. But, That's all the vice president does. But you know what? So and, and let's my, all calm down a bit. And, I mean, everybody has to just kind of calm down. Nothing's happened yet. My my dad, I was talking to my dad about this whole thing, and he was saying how he would not be surprised if, like, a year into the presidency, Trump just, like, decides to leave because Yeah, well, why he would can't? he want to do this? This is like a, this is like a big job. Why but, would he want to leave like, his golden does, tower in New York to, yeah. to do all this hard work? And then, I think he, like, why would he want to do this? Doesn't that mean Mike Pence then becomes president? Yes, and that's scary. That's yeah. a scary thought. I will agree with that. So that, hey guys, so yeah. Hi. Hi. Oh, Julia's here. Hello. Hi. Um, yeah, I'm sitting right next to Jason, and I have some pretty. Um, Evan, we've talked about my pretty strong views. Yeah, I know. Um, I, you, I know you know my strong views. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. Um, I am on the fence of. I'm cautiously optimistic because he has stopped saying the bullshit that he's been saying since he was elected. Um, what concerns me are the people that agree with him, and I'm I'm 
I don't think that every single person that voted for him agrees with what he says that's hateful and wrong. But there are a lot of people right now that yeah. ha- have voted for him. And the fact that he and was they, elected his, legitimizes a lot of what he says about yeah. about women, about gay. He did say some stuff about gay people, about Muslims, about there's just a whole list of things. What concerns me is that there's there are people out out there that think they are justified in attacking others. And there are a lot of groups that are very afraid for their own safety. And I hope that Trump kind of, you know what? He did say those things. It's not okay to just be like, oh, well, now I'm, I'm good and I didn't mean it. He has to make some kind of statement about the fact that I said these things, this, is, this was political and all that. It's not okay to attack other people because they don't look like you. That's the part that he needs to make a statement. So you, this, my but he's not supporters, going to. But he should. And he needs to say, my supporters need to not attack. This is not a violent. But I, I have to also jump in, and I'm not condoning any of that violence towards minorities at all. Uh, it's disgusting, but it, it's not... It is happening all around the country, but it's not happening in humongous troves. These are isolated incidents. Just like how you can't blame all Muslims for extremists, you can't blame all people who voted for Trump. Now, I, I, with, I, with hold on, but with that though, the the people who are marching through the streets right now, protesting Trump, are not helping anything. This this is not – when you lose an election, and he lost. The Electoral College is the final say. He lost fair and – he won fair and square. He won, he won, he won. But you're marching in the streets and you're protesting and, and what is your what is your end goal here? You're only making the other side more angry. Everybody on both sides of this argument now, he won. He's going to be the president. Everybody needs to chill the fuck out because if that's the problem here is everyone's up in arms everyone's on social media saying we're gonna die or we're gonna kill all the muslims it's like everyone just fucking stop it's because of him and this goes back to my point this is because of him he started this if he just kept his mouth shut if he if he was doing this all as a tactic then there's no reason to do it 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 was a tactic. i believe it was a tactic I, i don't think so he's he has said, I don't know what to believe about him because he has said so many contradictory things in the past. And the fact that, yeah, he's sitting down now and saying, oh, I respect President Obama. What's going to happen once he gets the presidency? He's not, he might not say that. He's going to go back and bash it. You know it. He's going to keep repeating things and he's going to keep changing things. And you're not going to be able to know what he stands for, what kind of guy he is. Is he a hateful guy or is he just saying these things to get attention? Is he saying this as a tactic? You're 100% right. But the the thing is, we now have to be cautiously optimistic, Yulia said, was a great word to use. We have to be optimistic because he's going to be the president regardless of what we say or do now. So we need to support him as the president and we need to hope that that doesn't bleed through and we need to hope that he does succeed and does look good to the rest of the world because if he does succeed we all succeed if he fails we all suffer he represents us now so rooting against him or or saying what is he going to do with i understand those concerns but we really need to all hold our breath cross our fingers and say you know what it might 
and probably won't be as bad as we think it's going to be. This was a fiery election, but now we have to concede. Just like Hillary Clinton did with class, just like Obama did with class, we need to say, what's going to happen? Let's look and see. And hopefully, from what I've seen from him, not his supporters, from what I've seen from him at this point, if the if the president that we get was the man who gave a speech at 3.30 in the morning on, on Wednesday morning, I would feel a lot more comfortable. There, the clock uh, I, starts over there, here I just, because now he's I the just, president. I see the president as somebody who's supposed to look out for our best interests and care yes. about all people. A, yes. he's – all the horrible things he was saying about so many different groups makes me hard to trust him. And also he doesn't strike me as a guy who cares about anyone but himself. Yeah, but about the looking out for everyone's best interest. Well, more like half of America feels like he is. Like all the blue collar workers really feel that he is. And so. let's be this honest, is the guy. he got in there because yeah. he's not a politician. Yes, and if it was Bernie Sanders versus Trump, Bernie Sanders would have destroyed him because the I sentiment agree. right now is we don't trust Washington, we don't trust the government, we don't like the government, we want a populist outsider. Not, you Bernie could have been that person. I feel like if but Joe, he, if Joe Biden Trump. ran, I think he would have gotten it too. Hillary Clinton was the wrong person to put up. She it's not not because she's the worst thing ever, but but so much distrust and visceral hate from the other side. Now, it was very hard to even from the inside. The Democrats hate a lot of Democrats hated her too. And that's what I'm whether talk it's about, justified or not, it's what, it's it's the truth. Um, so going back to Joe Jobo's point about um, the protests and the the fact that people don't trust him. I do have to disagree with the notion of we have to just shut up and take it. Um, coming from a country where you shut up and take what the leader says or else there are serious ramifications like you die. We have a right to protest. And as a country, there is our freedom of speech. And America was built on this giant protest that we don't grin yeah. and bear it. That's why so I don't I have a problem with what everyone's doing across the country protesting yeah. this the result. Nope, not the at all. I, I don't mind are, it. The, yeah, I'm. By the way, I'm for um, listeners that don't know. I'm from Ukraine, so I literally come from a communist country. The fact that people are protesting, he needs to see that people are unhappy. If he understands how unhappy people are, I'm hoping it shows him. Hey. This is what people think about you. Just like people were talking about Obama when they were unhappy, he needs to deserve that. He deserves to get that kind of, tr not that he deserves disrespectful treatment, but he needs to know that people are unhappy and that he has basically divided people with his rhetoric. The country is literally split 50-50 based on the popular vote. She won by like, hundred thousand votes she only won by two hundred thousand votes yeah. which is very a very slim margin for a popular vote so i think the protests are a good thing because it's not okay what he said and it's not okay that he'll just swoop in and do whatever he does so i understand I, that it might seem like pointless but we need to people need to show to the president that they are unhappy and he needs to understand that. And I never I never said for the record that we need to shut up and take it and just let him do whatever. My point is he as the president of the United States, he hasn't done anything yet. If he goes into office, in my opinion, the clock reset. And and yes, he's done horrible and terrible things on the campaign trail. He was a dirty, 
nasty, viscerally hated person. I was the biggest anti-Trump person in the world. But now that he is officially, legally, legitimately elected president of the United States, the election results are not what we favor. But at the same time, we need to wait until he actually does something it's, before we go absolutely insane. Yeah. Everyone's going well, so all we can crazy do, that it's like, all it's we like, can do is go by what we have seen so far. And that's why people are very unhappy. So that's yeah. why I'm going back to my cautious optimism that as of now, he's been elected. He has not said all the bullshit that he's been saying. I'm hoping that this was just political talk and hopefully I can kind of wipe the slate clean. I don't think I can do that fully. I don't think a lot of people can, but I can't either. We need to wait and see. Well, I'm trying to. I think it's also very important to see who he picks for his cabinet. I think that's going to be very telling. Oh, if Governor Christie. Not Giuliani, please. Yeah, not Christie. Oh, you know Giuliani's guaranteed something. Oh, Giuliani's in the cabinet. Yeah. You know Giuliani and um, what's his face? The what's his. Christie, I blanked on his name, um, and uh, Carson are all getting in there. And well, ben Taylor. Carson's going to probably be the Surgeon General, which honestly, ben, that's a that's, that's a fine. decent spot yeah, for Ben fine. Carson, even if it was a Democrat, it was the president. But, yeah, if when if he were to if he places those kinds of people that pretty much I'm sure they still believe that rhetoric, like Chris Christie is still like how is I just. If he takes those people that were the talking heads for him that believed in his rhetoric and embodied it, condoned it, is what it his was. Camp- he condoned. I don't it. know if they really believe what he's saying. I think those people were just future proofing themselves. I they think were, they, they saw. Were basi- yeah, they were basically they, like, "Look, I don't care what he said. I don't care what he said. I don't care what he said. Yeah. This is what he stands for. This is what he stands for. I don't care what he said." That's, I mean, that was like, Rudy Giuliani to me. Yeah, even yeah, and Mike Pence to me because when Trump had the whole infamous and hilarious grab him by the pussy thing come out, Mike Pence said, "Listen, that is really mean. He shouldn't have said that." And Mike Pence still stuck with him. So in my mind, these politicians politicians are a lot smarter than I am in that regard, and they saw what was coming. And I think they were future proofing themselves personally. Mm-hmm. I think Christie hated. I mean, I don't know about Christie, but probably Christie's Giuliani. A- Hate it, uh, doesn't really like Don't what Trump was saying, but he knew Trump was going to win or to something of that regard. I want to talk real quick about um, the the DNC and Hillary Clinton before we wrap this this small topic yeah. up. Uh, I think they really royally fuck themselves. Like <laughs> you, first you think? All, <laughs> what, yeah. Hey, Jason, we gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> I what, think, was your, what was your first clue? <laughs> um, that oh, I lost my train of thought. Well, they shot themselves in the foot by rigging the primaries. If they just played it safe and didn't have someone who wasn't Hillary, because Hillary is a notoriously unpopular and unliked person, if they just picked That's why Sanders, they had to do it, Jason. But, okay, but when we say rigged the election, they didn't go in and change votes. They just I meant, I meant the primaries. In, no, then I, I know, I know what you meant. But like everyone says, rigged, 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 rigged. That to me, that means that they physically threw away Bernie's votes and said Hillary's the. They tipped the scales in her favor between the superdelegate process, between the rhetoric that they put towards Bernie Sanders. He didn't have a shot because the cards were stacked against him. With that said. He never rose above her in the polls. He never had the numbers. Mm. And I'm not saying that they didn't manipulate it in her favor. That is so obvious that they did. 
But at the same time, it wasn't like he was destroying her and they were pushing her up. She was always uh, at least two steps ahead of him. And I think that's important to remember. I think that that was Hillary was the wrong choice. I don't have this visceral, visceral hatred of Hillary Clinton that a lot of people do. But so many people in this country, when you say her name, they'll spit on the ground. You know what I mean? Like, like Alex it, Jones or in your like mouth. That's or in your mouth. But <laughs> She was not a popular candidate, no matter how much she has actually accomplished and good and bad that she has done. And and looking at her objectively, she's not as bad as everyone says, but she wasn't the right person for the mood of the country. Sanders would have beaten him. Sanders would have beaten him. Yeah, I'm going to say something that as the only woman talking right now, um, I'm very disheartened. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very disheartened about I would never have voted for her because she's just because she's a woman just like I didn't vote for Sarah Palin to be our vice president Um, I am very disheartened at the rhetoric that was towards her like you would never call such a nasty woman such a nasty woman oh she's so shrill she's ill she's sick and that that really says it says a lot that she got this far but it does say a lot that and i don't think that people hate her just because she's a woman but there are those factors that i think worked against her and i'm disheartened as a woman that this is the reality and you have 54 percent of women vote for trump even as he's saying grab him by the pussy and talking about sexual assault Calling, just, calling, calling those who come me. forward with sexual assault liars. Oh yeah. my god! And that the the during the debates, his thing against her is that Bill Clinton cheated on her. Like these are these are issues that we need to bring up. Then Trump, I don't know how he's gonna like fix it, but these are issues that we need to talk about because how are you, okay? So if she had like five kids by three different men and three different marriages, it would be a whole different conversation. And a slew of sexual assault cases. And and I think, I I think if it was Bernie Sanders or any other male candidate, I don't think people would really dig into the emails. I I think there isn't a a sexism thing here going on. It was a witch hunt. It was a witch hunt. Is exactly it, it what was. And, you know, I don't think Julian Hassange would have been hacking Bernie Sanders. I don't think if, I hate he's yeah, he's one of the villains rapist. of this story. He's one of the he's villains a Bond of this villain. story. And, and you know, you wouldn't have everybody. Oh, the emails, the emails. Who fucking cares? I deleted emails this morning. Like, <laughs> what are you gonna tell me? I'm unfit to. to Don't ever run for president, I, Joe. Careful. Yeah, like, it's, look, I I can delete an email right now. I'm gonna go go on my email right now and delete an email, just just to prove we, my point. We need to send that to the FBI now. Yeah, was okay. there a C anywhere in the email? Because that could have been classified. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, I got two. E- oh, I'm deleting two emails for you, everybody. Right, just let's, did it. Let's not get too into the weeds on this. I, uh, I mean, this is obviously a huge topic. This where mm-hmm. I'm, I just want to wrap up my point real quick. Okay, I real mean, quick. No wrap dis- it up. I, I, I mean, no disrespect to, to you, Yuli. I, I know that you're you're in, in a different spot than I am in in terms of this. I mean, no disrespect to anybody who feels disheartened and insulted by his election. But but my view is that we need to chill out everybody needs to just take a deep breath realize it's real life 
and wish the best for our future president because the way that he behaves and performs is no longer just something for late night talk show hosts to talk about. It's it's a reflection on who we are as a country now. So we we yeah. need we need to be optimistic, and I'm very optimistic. I'm excited. I'm terrified. I'm nervous, but I'm I'm, I'm hopeful. And I, I want this to work because if it works and the economy is fixed and and, and people are happy and and things are working, that's reflect that that's good for us. So I hope he's a great president. I really do. Uh, I, I, fingers crossed. Fingers my crossed. Last, also, my also, last point. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Yuli. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, thanks. Um, I, I, I stayed silent this whole election on Facebook. I stayed silent. I kept my opinions to myself because I felt like that was the smartest thing. Um, and I think ultimately it was, and I don't regret not, you know, talking about it on Facebook like a lot of people did. Um, but you know what, at the end of the day, if things are going to change and people, he's going to be attacking groups and he's going to be saying this about Muslims and, and, and that about, you know, Hispanics, I'm going to take a stand. I'm going to be like people and take a stand. I'm going to stand up for what's right. And what I think is right is not him. All right. (laughs) Yeah. And also let's not forget that midterms are coming up in 2018 where a lot of Congress is up for re-election. Don't, Look, Don't listen, if, you're, to, if you are yeah. out in the streets right now and you're protesting Trump's presidency, but you wrote in Harambe, you're part of the problem. Seriously. Or, or vote, didn't vote. 49% of people that were registered like if, to vote. If you're out there burning the, if you're out there burning the American flag and you wrote in Harambe or didn't vote, you are part of the goddamn problem in this country. So I don't, if, if that's where, whoa, oh, I can't believe Trump's president. Well, who'd you vote for? I wrote in Harambe. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Seriously, could have changed this nation. Seriously, get I, the fuck out of here. I will say one last point. I thought it was very interesting that thirty-three uh, percent of Latinos voted for Trump. I just saw that one rally he had where it was the little Mexican girl saying, "We love Donald Trump." Yeah, Donald Trump. that wasn't early. That was early. That was really early. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. That was like uh, my four. final point. My final point. I just want to say, I really hope um, in two thousand twenty. When we got to do this whole shit again, the Ron DNC re- reboots itself. Oh. I hope that I hope the DNC is rebooted by J.J. Abrams because Elizabeth, re- Elizabeth War in 2020. Tech. Let's do it. No, Jason, it'll yeah, just it'll, change your tactics. It'll be it'll yeah, be the same as it was 30 years ago. They need to change their tactics. They need to maybe speak more to the common person, like Trump was trying to do. If you know what I mean. And also, I think white male. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what I mean. They need to be rebooted. They need J.J. Abrams needs to get on that. And um, I also think that people need to stop being hypocrites because you had the the Clinton supporters saying, "Listen, not all Mexicans are racist." Trump supporters, and now that Trump supporters won, they're saying all Trump supporters are misogynists and racists. You which can't group people together it, like that. You can't just... group people together, people. That's what's annoying me the most. I, I, I the, the uh, this one celebrity. I don't want to name names, but this one celebrity I follow on Twitter. Voice actress, I should, uh, I'll say, to narrow it down a little bit. This one voice actri- actress I follow on Twitter said, um, "Hey, if you, if you're not protesting right now, then you're part of the misogynist racist group." I'm like, that's mean. I'm not a Trump supporter, but I'm not I know the not all of them are like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Yuli, did you have something else you want to say? I mean, just to sum up, sum up, the this country is not, it's. 
we have one figurehead as our president, but at the end of the day, we need to reboot Congress and the fact that what Trump's trying to do. That's the whole point. Yeah, drain the swamp. That's part of it. That was part of his appeal. But as as a people, we need to vote in 2018 to vote out people that thought it would be better to shut down the government than to accept what the president is proposing. Ted Cruz, we're looking at you, buddy. Oh, shut get up. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I think they just need to get rid of the Electoral College altogether. I think it's I, I, an outdated thing. And they need to settle oh, it all in a cage match. Oh, hold they on. Wait, like- wait. I... I completely disagree with that because, yes, half the population lives in the large cities, right? But there are so many people that live in the center of this country that that if only the people in the cities on the coasts are voting your future and you're a farmer who lives in Missouri, you've, that your voice is not represented in the government. The reason why the Electoral College exists is because populated areas consistently vote one way really it's it's to it it was instated way back in the day because um you weren't supposed to think about politics all the time you made your choice and then the people who knew what they were talking about listened to you to make their choice but at this point it, it helps equal representation across the country it's only failed us five times in the 58 elections that we've had okay only five yeah, a, times has the candidate not bad in the grand screen, the elect- really only five times has the candidate won the electoral college and lost the popular vote the last one was al gore and i think before that like rutherford b hayes won with that you know what i mean so oh my god i actually don't agree with that i i think the electoral college helps helps people who otherwise would never be represented represented be represented yeah i agree and uh, you can yeah. disagree well, that's with a good me, point that's Brother, no, rutherford I, I rutherford b represented Mm. And did you know that a lot of people in the middle of the country don't even have internet? That's crazy. They they, they either have dial yeah. up or none at all. I mean, how yeah. are they, how are they going to listen to this podcast? Because this is blah blah podcast. <laughs> we are the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of movies and entertainment because we're primarily talking and, and, about po- and politics, movies, entertainment, sometimes politics. That's enough for the election talk. Donald Trump's the new president. Bite the bullet, everybody. It'll be okay in the long run, or just. You know, move to Canada. Or, as or not. Says. I don't. Or not. Whatever. Yeah. yeah just go ahead. Move to Canada because I'm sure they're completely problem free. <laughs> well, they are. They got moose. Or uh, what's the plural, Evan? Meese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Canada's a utopia. We all know that, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's it's not. They have an ongoing war over whether or not you're allowed to speak French. Like, yeah. Just <laughs> fuck, fuck Canada. We we no we're kidding everyone. Canada's awesome. Pamela Anderson, Trish Stratus are hot as shit. <laughs> William <laughs> fucking Shatner is a hot man. They we're film just, a lot of stuff. In yeah. Ar- okay. Wait. Yeah. Um, Arrow is yeah. filmed in Canada. They, thank Please, you, Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they filmed Suicide Squad and fucking blow up Canada. <laughs> okay, Sean. What's, you, Canada. what's on the rundown? Uh, speaking of attractive people, uh, let's do the Fifty Shades Darker countdown clock. I hate you. Uh, we. <laughs> We are sitting at uh, 92 days currently, and uh, Jason, as promised, I did uh, check out the Blu-ray that you got me of the uh, the first Fifty Shades movie. Uh, um, the one that came with the lube? What was that? The one that came with the lube? Oh, no, no, not that one. 
the the other oh, one. And, and a giant wiener. <laughs> and giant Anthony wiener. Uh, I didn't watch everything on there. I specifically wanted to see what this uh, special uh, preview of the next movie was, and I was extremely disappointed. All that showed was it was it was uh, what's his name, Christian Gray, standing in front of a mirror, and he puts one of those uh, Halloween masks on, whatever those things oh, are. You know what I'm talking about, right? There's like, like a, a million like a, Halloween masks, Sean. Like a masquerade. Yeah, like a masquerade t- mask. type of mask. Oh. And that's it. It's 30 seconds long. That's all they show you. So it's it's barely even a preview for the movie. Oh, man. You know who just passed away? I'm reading right now. Sorry to interrupt, but Leonard Cohen. Really? Well, he was sick for a while. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Hallelujah. Um, he's passed away at age 82. Yeah. What was it? Uh, it just says I'm, I don't see here. It just says passed away. He was have a con- sick for a while. That's mm-hmm. what, yeah. In fact, I think he even he came out with some article saying like he hopes that he dies soon because he's he was in such agony from whatever he had. Ugh. Oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is awful. Go back onto the Fifty Shades shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Fifty Shades, uh, Fifty Shades Darker, it 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 did narrowly miss getting the NC seventeen rating. Uh, it was officially rated R today. Um, for, quote, strong erotic sexual content, uh, some graphic nudity, and language. So we have that to look forward to in 92 days. Sean, do you make a cameo? Uh, well, you're going to have to see the movie, Jason, to find out. It's, Sean, it's Sean's cock. is just like he's like the <laughs> cock double. And he's just Sean like, yo, hanging pickle. <laughs> uh, so I watched South Park 2. <laughs> the Bill and Bill Gentleman's Club. All right. Um, so anyway, Sean, how many days? It was like, what, 69? Oh, no, I hope we're recording on the 69th day. Uh, 92 days so far we're at. Um, so anyway, moving on. Uh, let's go to a different movie. Actually, we have two uh, movie reviews to give. Uh, unfortunately, I'm the only one who saw uh, this first movie that we're going to talk about. Hacksaw Ridge. The, was it uh, good? Tell me it was good. Was it good? Please be good. It was good. Yes. How was Spider-Man's action? Uh, it's funny you mentioned that, Jason. Um, so Andrew Garfield, obviously, he's the star of the movie. And we were saying before how his accent is just so over the top, um, yeah. which, you know, I, I thought the whole movie that, you know, it's he's 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 hamming it up a bit. But then at the end of the movie, they show uh, an interview that was done with the real life guy um, years ago before he died. And mm-hmm. that that's that's him. That's the guy like that's Oh, my Lord. He really he's sounded like that. Well, he said he he kind of had an over top over the top accent too. So it, I brought it, everyone home. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So I had I have no Lord. problem with it. Um, All right. Did uh did he get his chocolate milk in this movie? <laughs> no, he did not. Oh um, uh, well, I guess Uncle Ben died <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, a lot of people died in this movie. In fact, this movie is one of the most violent things I've ever seen. Um, really? Well, but it's, it's all mean, about it's, it's all about pacifism, passion right? of the Christ. <laughs> This is sake, more violent so. than Passion of the Christ. Um, but, but isn't this <laughs> not, not fighting and about the peaceful route? And... Yeah, well, I think the, the, the message of it is supposed to be, um, you know, war sucks. and uh, Like every war movie. Yeah, it's, it's like your prototypical war movie, except in this war movie, uh, everyone is being killed in gruesome ways. And is it like it's gruesomely violent? Oh my like god! Graphic? Oh you! Oh Jesus! You'll see! You'll see! It's it's insane. This might hold the record for the movie with the most stunt double set on fire. 
Uh, oh lord! Uh, I counted at least twenty people on fire, and these were just regular stuff. And that's bubbles. only after you took notice enough to start counting. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, hold on a second. There's a lot of people on fire. Let me start counting, and then you count at twenty. Like Mel Gibson's a very interesting director. Like he is. He's a insane. He's, he's a fantastic director. He uh, he is, but he's clearly mentally disturbed because. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, there's that scene in a. In Apocalypto, where he's just like uh, standing next to like the dead body or some shit like. <laughs> or how that. about where he just puts Waldo in? Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, or how about when he had that mental breakdown and said all those racial things? Yeah, but you know what the the funny thing is is that because of the marketing of the movie, like we were mentioning before, up until like the last week, they didn't even really mention Mel Gibson's name in the marketing of the movie, and the people that I was with seeing the movie had no idea it was Mel Gibson directing the movie until the very end when they show his name. And everyone went, boo, I want my money back. No, everyone just reacted as if Trump won the election. It was it was insane. <laughs> well, that I, could never happen. I, I, yeah, Trump won in the election. Oh, come on. Hillary's I think, uh, well, I think once Hollywood and, you know, the marketing boards of of Hollywood realized that this was a good movie and it was going to make them a lot of money to like, we've got to slap his name on this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a bit long. Uh, it's literally two movies as the first half is, is him, uh, his backstory. And then it goes into him in, in, in training. Um, and then like the second half is the actual Hacksaw Ridge is basically like this cliff that they had to go up to fight the Japanese during world war two. And, um, you know, the second half of the movie, like I mentioned, is just brutal as hell. Uh, Vince Vaughn plays the drill sergeant in the movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a little odd to me. I mean, Does nothing... he talk really fast and, and is he condescending? Not too much. To me, it's he was like trying to do a bad Arlie Army impression um, uh-huh. to a point where he they they basically almost did a beat by beat <laughs> recreation of the scene from Full Metal Jacket. The opening scene with um Oh my god, Vince Vaughn doing a beat by beat remake? No. <laughs> yeah. No way. He's your go to man. Um and was, was Owen was Owen Wilson like his number two? No, but my number two man. The entire like cause Vince Vaughn is fighting with um with the rest of the of the army um in during the battle. And the whole time I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, he's so goddamn tall. Why is no one hitting him with bullets? Like it, <laughs> it's amazing that he he gets out without any well I, I won't spoil it but uh it's it's just amazing what happens to him um and the other weird thing about the movie is it's not so much weird but um so sam worthington's in the movie i guess this is the first first oh, time I've, avatar guy yeah first time i've seen him since avatar and um and he's really good he plays like the one of the other commanders i don't remember i don't know what his exact role is in the movie but the entire movie i thought that he was joel edgerton and I, it wasn't until the very end of the movie where I was just like, his name came up as Sam Worthington. I was like, wait a minute. Because I was thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, Joel Edgerton's really a good actor. And the next thing you know, Sam Worthington's name came up. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, I had no idea. Um, but other than, you know, it, it's a good movie. It's like I said, it's a little long. But if you can handle all the war violence, because there's a lot of it in very graphic detail, um, then I would say definitely go see it. I have a question for you, Sean. Yes. Now, this was a war movie, uh, and the for the coming attractions, you'd think you'd see trailers for possibly other war movies. I know Christopher Nolan is making a war movie. <laughs> um, 
is did you see a trailer for his um uh what was the name of it can you guys remind me i think it was dunkirk. Uh, D- oh yeah, dunkirk. dunkirk did you see a trailer for dunkirk sean no i but they did show the logan trailer which was weird did he say dunkirk by any chance no he did not he did not did sam worthington spit in vince vaughn's mouth <laughs> <laughs> no but they were all eating butter in this one scene Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm That's spoiling great. the movie. I <laughs> want to see if it has anything to do with Benghazi. <laughs> you know, actually, Evan, you you would appreciate this. In in the movie, there's actual jump scares that are effective, like more effective than, than actual horror movie jump scares. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, Somebody yell Benghazi really loud? No, no, but that would get me. Um, but no, I would I would definitely highly highly recommend it. So... But uh, you know, yeah, I want to see it. I'm actually seeing Arrival tomorrow. I'm, I'll let you guys Ooh, know how that too. is. Me too. Maybe not you tomorrow. Are, oh, but... that's right. We're going on a date, right? Uh, I'm, I'm no, gonna no. Do the popcorn trick. No. Can you not talk anymore? Penis, with some penis. extra butter, maybe. Okay. Hey, did you guys know that Trump won the presidency? <laughs> All right, moving on. Speaking of real quick, speaking of Dunkirk, when does that come out? Uh, well, uh, I think it's sometime in July. July. Yeah. Like July seventeenth. See Dunkirk, guys. What's that? Oh, Dunkirk looks great. Dunkirk looks really good. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Um, so, I guess uh, we we should. Okay, so did who here did see Doctor Strange? Dunkirk. No, <laughs> I did. I did not. You did not. I, I, saw, I saw it. Okay, so why don't we just so here's, to... what, here's here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to unplug. And you guys talk about it and shoot me a text when you're done talking about it because I don't want anything spoiled because I do want to see it. Well, I think we can yeah, do let, it without let, spoilers. I kind of want to talk about the ending. But I want you guys to talk about it openly. So I'm yeah. going to just disconnect. Just shoot me a text when you guys are good and ready because okay. I'm being the soundproof booth over here. Okay. And uh, please don't trash talk me. Just leave your microphone on. That's all. You should watch oh, that trailer oh, for Dunkirk. Boy, while you're oh, I'm glad that yeah, glad they're watch, now. Why don't you watch the Dunkirk trailer and then boy, give I'm us glad, your? I'm glad they can't hear me anymore. Time to kill all these small puppies <laughs> with my feet. You uh, fucker! Time to time to film my smash porn. Here we go. Smash <laughs> porn. Whoa, oh, shit. Like Super Smash Brothers characters. Close. It's where you smash small animals. Oh, I thought you couldn't oh, hear me, Jesus. Dunkirk. <laughs> okay. What? Oh shit! I'm still connected. All right, I'm disconnecting. Oh, All right, we'll text damn. you when we're done. All right, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Really gone. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are going to be talking about Doctor Strange. Full spoilers ahead. Uh, Sean, you want to set like a like a seven minute timer? Sure. Uh, let me give me one second. Okay. Seven minutes. Well, Jason, while he's doing that, uh, what do you think of the Dunkirk trailer? <laughs> it needed more spit. Needed more spit in people's mouths. <laughs> All right, Jason, we're, we're good. driving people crazy with this. <laughs> seven minutes. Is, is, we're counting. We're going. Okay. Seven minutes. Full spoils ahead. Doctor Strange. Uh, three, two, one. Everybody go. I really liked it. Not my favorite Marvel movie. Not as bad as Iron Man three or two, but I thought it was very enjoyable. Kind of bland. It had all the bad Marvel movie, uh, bad parts of Marvel movie tropes, underwritten villain, uh, underwritten female character to a T in my opinion, but it was great. I really like the ending where he was bargain- bargaining with Dormammu. Um, hopefully they use Dormammu more. Uh, Sean, what do you think? I agree with a lot of that. I uh, Like you said, you know, villain, underwhelming, even though I love Mads Mikkelsen. Um, uh, there was some really good things, but there was also some really bland things about the movie, too. Congratulations! <laughs> 
What's that? Evan, shut up. Oh, my God, Matt. Congratulations. <laughs> Evan. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was so weird. Um, to me, the biggest problem of the movie is the plot of the movie because they're trying to cram an origin story in with an actual... You know, I agree. I don't think this should have had the origin story at all. I really think that was its biggest fault was the origin story. But this, this is like the prototypical, you know, comic book origin or story. Or at least movie. do it in the opening trailer and the opening credits, I mean, like Incredible Hulk did. Something and that's like that. that's my other biggest problem with the movie is that Cassilius's plan makes no sense. I understand that he wants to summon Dormammu and, you know, take over the world and everything. But in the beginning of the movie, he steals that page from the book. And we don't see him for a while after that, too. And then you have the six years of training of Doctor Strange. And then he just it takes him six years to just figure out what the friggin uh, page says. To See, I was thinking when he was probably in that shadow realm where Dormammu was. And I think it was the ancient one was saying how that is away from all time. So he could have okay. been in there for three minutes. Talking but then to how Dormammu. come they didn't put that scene earlier? Because that scene came really late. What scene? The scene where he uh, accessed the 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 um, the uh, the hell's like it called? Dormammu's world. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the name either. No, what I'm saying is, I I, th- I think you're just supposed to put that together. The ancient one says that's away from time, where it doesn't exist in that realm, or something to that effect. So whenever Cassilius was there after he saw the page, he was probably only there for five minutes, but for us it was six years. So that's what I and then he jumped back. He's like, "Fuck!" Six years went by, uh, but Joe, you haven't spoken yet. What did you think of Doctor Strange? Um, I thought the title was very appropriate in that I needed to see a doctor after how much it sucked. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought that Benedict Cumberbitch was really good. <laughs> um, you, you mean Cumberbatch? <laughs> <laughs> no, but all seriousness, I thought Cumberbatch was really good. I agree. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I Even though his accent it, was going in and out. I, I think... I, I didn't really notice too much with his accent. I thought he played it off fine. But I, I will say, if, you know, beyond Phase 3, if Iron Man's going to kind of phase out of it, I would not mind if Doctor Strange is kind of the new face of the MCU. Yeah, uh, he really is, like, kind of like Tony Stark. He's not as likable, but he's rich and arrogant. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I think I, I liked his, his journey. And in, in the beginning, you know, he was saying those horrible things to uh, Christine, you know, Rachel McAdams. But you're still rooting for him, though. And, and it was just about something, a charm about him that, yeah. you know, you, you understood why because he was he was broken. My, I, ha- I do have a little bit of a gripe with the origin. I didn't mind them doing the origin. In fact, I, I like them doing the origin uh, personally. But I felt like I would have liked to have seen more of him as a surgeon before i don't know those scenes were pretty boring yeah well even like if it's i want to see more of him pre-accident like maybe he's because he was driving to like some speech at like this dinner maybe we see him at the dinner and he's doing the speech we can kind of really see how kind of arrogant he is in like a public setting like that and then on his way back is when he gets into the accident yeah it's a Uh, good idea it's a really long uh, movie at that point though yeah i don't i don't mind maybe some of the other other marvel movies have been longer yeah. Like Avengers. But overall, I thought I thought it had some of the best action I've seen in M- an MCU movie. Um, I like really how they did the, the I really like the fight sequence where it's his like, what, what was the term they used for when you were out of your body? Uh, oh, astro uh, projection. Astro. Yeah, astro yeah. when like him and the uh, 
the one um the the Casillas one of the has, goons yeah yeah um when they're their astral projections are fighting and christine's doing surgery on him that was really I, creative i, I think that's that like right out of the comic too i think uh yeah yeah the, it's it had some crazy imagery like when he's flying through the when but, the ancient one sends him through the dimensions yeah that the, part was where i was like i need to drop some acid or something because <laughs> i when his hands are growing little hands on his yeah fingers. that was and it's like he's yelling and it keeps going into his mouth and i was just like this is trippy it's like what you would see uh for like adult swim blocks like when and they would do like their experimental stuff it's straight out of like the 70s 80s era more like 70s yeah. era dr strange comics so was uh dormammu's world too because um yeah. that was there was a page in one yeah. of the steve ditko comics yeah, where he i will that. say with dormammu i don't know call me a slucker a sucker for slow build-up or slucker slucker <laughs> call me a sucker for like like you know build up but I feel like I wouldn't have minded if Dormammu wasn't in the movie. As amazing as that scene was when he's reversing time and all that, and it keeps looping, but and he's using the uh, the Eye of Agamotto. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like you know you're building up to Thanos as the big ultimate threat, but here you have a guy who makes makes Thanos look like a you know an insect. Well, so, you say yeah. Thanos. I mean, I didn't enjoy the concept. It looked like bad concept art of Thanos. That's what Dormammu looked like to me. He's not supposed to look like that. But yeah, at least I'm, that's I'm, at least that's just how he looks in in, in his in his world. But once he comes hoping, over, he should look different. Yeah, I'm hoping when he comes to Earth, he takes on the classic form with the the head on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I so wait, feel- Joe. You're the you're the Marvel man here. But so in uh, power rankings, Dormammu is more powerful than Thanos. Uh, essentially, I mean, he's like demon, cosmic. They're also celestial. different dimensional beings. Like it's <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, but I guess I thought like if Thanos got you, you, you know, he's going to get the Infinity Gauntlet with all the gems. Well, he gets I, like, I, what the hell? Uh, that was seven minutes. Uh, oh, OK. I guess we're done. Um, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah, we're. Yeah. No, it's me. Sorry. Sorry. I was getting distracted by Yulia. Um, yeah, okay. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, if Thanos got the Infinity Gem, Gem. gems with all the with the gauntlet, which we know he's gonna, I think at that point he would be more powerful, powerful yeah, than Dormammu. Well, you know, no more spoilers on... from here on out, everybody. Don't worry. All right. Uh-oh. So, final Uh-oh. thoughts, real quick. Five bags of popcorn and two sodas. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I'd give it a seven out of ten. Yeah, I thought it was it was a, an average to slightly above average Marvel movie. I will say real quick that. Um, I some I don't really know if Scott Derrickson's really the right guy to be doing these Doctor Strange movies. He to me he could, he, he wasn't uh, shooting the action very well. He kept using just shaky handheld cam during yeah, all those I hate weird that shaky shit. I noticed uh, that too. Weird sequences where the, all the buildings were were moving around and shit. To me, that's not that great. But you know, other than that, I thought I it was like, pretty. Solid. I like the the building vertigo. I mean, I thought that was really cool. I'm kind of glad I didn't see it in 3D. I feel like I would have gotten sick. Oh yeah. But I thought that was. This movie, ten out of ten when it comes to creativity, like the ending, yeah. like we mentioned. Um, the, the did you give it? Did you give the movie five bags of popcorn and two yeah, sodas? How'd you know? Well, I'm I'm debating. Do I do two sodas or do I do one large uh, DreamWorks Trolls collectible cup? Ooh, the, clo- the, How about, the cup. I would go with the cup. I I, hey, I by think the way, Strange... I took a phone call. Did you guys hear that? Yes. Yeah, we heard everything. <laughs> You're saying something about your congratulations to Matt. Oh. Well, what else did you hear? How much of that did you hear? Just that. That's great. That, and I think I heard at one point, that's great news. 
And then I heard uh. something about taking out the trash. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> All right. And you also well, told Matt to spit in your mouth. <laughs> I also yelled Dunkirk at the top of my lungs, but uh, um, it was good news yeah, to doc- be shared. I had to make a phone call. I apologize for interrupting your Doctor Strange review, and uh, let's make America great again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Doctor Strange. Uh, seven out of ten, everybody. It was yeah, good. Give it like what's, an eight. What's next, Sean? All right, moving on to the other side of the wall. Um, it's. <laughs> Huge wall. <laughs> it's oh, he's our president. Oh. It's uh, it's finally been announced who's going to be, going to be playing Steppenwolf in the Justice League movie. All right, here's where you play Born to Be Wild. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Jobo, it is not going to be Eddie Redmayne, or as he's now referred to as Reddy Edmayne. Yeah, um, you weren't here for that one. Fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> Um, it's going to be Irish actor Syrian Hines I think is how you say his name Uh, it's pronounced Syrian I don't like that (laughs) Um, I don't I've never heard of this guy he's apparently some Irish actor he's he's in Game of Thrones he's in Game of Thrones he plays like the leader of the wildlings who's like the kind of the savages beyond the wall but nerd um, <laughs> shut up evan you star trek loser hey hey you be hey. careful with your but he, he he was really good on, he's really good on there like he played you know he's like you think that these wildlings are like nothing but savages but really as the series regresses you see that like why they are the way they are and he played like a real like he's like a, a guy who's like doing bad things for like the good of his people so would you would you say he's a good steppenwolf then Sure. I mean, I really haven't seen much of him outside of that. He had a scene in the last Harry Potter movie. It was Dumbledore's brother, but that was about it. Yes. I don't know the first thing about Steppenwolf, so I can't tell you. If I'm just good disappointed or not. that it's not Eddie Redmayne. Did they even give him a chance? No. Who's Eddie Redmayne? And you, you mean know Reddy what? Edmayne? It, <laughs> oh yeah, Reddy Edmayne. It just came out that Reddy Edmayne he he tried out for Kylo Ren too and didn't get the part for that either. Well, he should try Edmain. out for Kermit. Reddy Edmayne is now started. He's now starring in a ten-part series to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yes. So yeah. Fantastic uh, Beasts and Where to Find Them. <laughs> I want to be a woman. I cannot find them all. Remember um, his part in Jupiter Ascending? He's like, yes, I talk like I, this. I talk like this, and the world will be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> In case you're wondering, it has been confirmed that uh, the entire part will be motion capture. Um, of course. Yes, and so he's going to be uh, a, a CG person. Just put him in a goofy Ivan Ooze suit. That would yes. be awesome. No, Fox did that already. <laughs> uh, Fox. With, with uh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Evan, I have a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. What are you, Snoop Dogg? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Are you a fan of uh, the uh, American Werewolf in London movie? Eh, it's all right. So it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Who's directing the remake, Sean? 
Oh, God. Oh, I, I know who it is. You guys are going to plot. It's all going to be CG. Oh, the effects are so good in that movie. Oh, uh, no. I can just tell. Well, like, here's, the Michael, here's, here's the Michael Bay remake <laughs> in all motion capture CG bullcrap that they'll release to the public, expect it to make a billion dollars. It doesn't. And then it just fails and goes into oblivion as a nothing movie like the Total Recall remake. Fuck. Or Which had Brian Cranston in it. Universal has announced uh there we go there it is <laughs> all right drum roll please everybody <laughs> they've announced that they're remaking oh uh, <laughs> american werewolf in london and make america great werewolf in london it's going to be make, make remakes great again <laughs> it's it's going to be Grab remakes by the pussy <laughs> all right let him i'm talk. not gonna let you finish because this is bullshit this is a bullshit well hold on bullshit hold thing. on i know it's bullshit all right it's go going to be written and directed bullshit. by Wrong. Uh, Take a guess. Uh, Max Landis. Uh, if you say Max Landis. By Max Landis. <laughs> no, that's one so of the... So it's going to yeah. suck, and then he's going to complain about it and on how the Hollywood system screwed him, yet he just writes terrible scripts. Yeah, because he wrote a fucking shitty-ass script. <laughs> Listen, Max. Max, if you're talking, Max, stop, I respect just you. Just stop, Max. I think you're a. I think you're a cool guy. You'd probably be really great to hang out with him. We would love to have you on the show. Wink, wink. But sometimes people just write bad stories. Victor well, Frankenstein like was probably bad. American Ultra wasn't good. Chronicle was good. I heard you wrote Chronicle. Chronicle was good. American Ultra wasn't good. I'm sorry. It's people just, sometimes just write bad things. But it's it's more so the fact that arguably it's his father's second uh, most popular movie. And it's considered a classic among a lot of horror people. And it's like, why, why do you need to do this? So, so, um, I've reached the point of capacity that the human brain can actually take. <laughs> like my mind can no longer, I mean, let's, let's just think about this on a, on a, a more cosmic level here. The human brain was never meant to receive this much information this quickly and this many things that displeases them at once. This is why we're all emotional and crazy. Um, but here's where I stand. Uh, my brain just hit max capacity, max Landis <laughs> max capacity. Landis capacity. <laughs> yes. Oh, so um, it's all rainbow colored. Yeah, it's all rainbow colored. Um, and I'm just going crazy. And I snapped. Uh, the Donald Trump election was hard enough, and now Max Landis is remaking American Werewolf in London. Uh, I no longer identify as a human. I'm a cat. <laughs> my name is Felix. Uh, I. I don't care about anything anymore. And uh, Kanye for president 2020 and uh, the best camera I ever owned was a Nikon cool pixel four. So Kanye Hilton 2020. Did you hear about that? What the fuck is going on with that? Nothing. Paris Nothing's Hilton. going on with that. that Par- There's rumors that Paris Hilton might run for president. Yeah. It could happen. Anything could happen, man. Uh, but yeah, American Wolf in London, Max Landis remake probably will happen. If nobody will like it. It's already been announced. Uh, what's that? Yeah. Do? You, do you know that um, Max Landis made a short documentary about Triple H? Well, no, wrestling yeah, no. isn't wrestling. Yeah, was that was really good. good. I like that a lot. It's not even. A, it's not a documentary. It's just. Um, it's you should just stick a, to YouTube videos. Yeah, funny the, the other one he made about Superman and Doomsday was really the, good too. Plurb, Finkel, uh, Didi, <laughs> Plurb, Plurb, Blib, Clon, Bloob. All right, Evan. Tot, I, 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 I,
Evan, I there's more news that I need to send to in in your direction. Um, Sheesh. Warner Brothers has announced. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, they just prepare yourself for this. Um, oh, Sean. <laughs> they are working on a new. <laughs> yes. Sean, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I don't. Can I quit the show? Like I'm, I'm not even being funny. Can I? Can I be done? I feel like the point of the show is for is so that every, you guys. It's like a joke on me. So you guys can sit me down. <laughs> it's the Evan and, and show. And be like and be. It's like, hey, Evan, guess what movie they're remaking now? And then I have to rant about it. And then it's like, oh, hey, guess what number Fantastic Beast movie they just announced? <laughs> guess guess how many young Han Solo movies there's going to be? And then I just have to slowly lose my sanity while my life is shit. It's, angry like, you're Evan making, show. it's like you're, you're making my life horrible. <laughs> it's the angry I, Evan no, show. Stop. It's not. You guys are laughing. It's not funny. <laughs> it's you're making, the angry Evan show. I'm not even angry. I'm just. I'm just done. You guys. The angry just, Evan it's show. Like I, I'm so done with with Warner Brothers, and then I have to scratch my head and cry for three days because Fifty Shades of Grey six is not rated <laughs> NC seventeen or whatever the hell news you have to give me. I'm so fucking done. Well, What's the news? Luckily, what Evan, Warner this is not Evan a remake. Evan shitting his pants out of anger. <laughs> uh, this is not a remake. Uh, apparently, Warner Brothers, uh, they've announced that they're making a new Willy Wonka film. Okay. You know what? <laughs> oh, th- I heard about this. It's the, it's the Willy Wonka origin story. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. It's going to be a prequel uh, focusing on Wonka's earlier adventures. Um, directed by Zack Snyder. Is what he kidnapped all the Oompa Loompas from Oompa Land? Yes. Like- <laughs> yes, it's exactly what it is. I'm not... I'm not okay right now. Um, <laughs> you guys remember how I was on my birthday? Yes. There's a reason why that I get so drunk because I hate everything. Evan, how are your and, pants right now? Uh, oh, they don't have any beer on them, thank God. But um, we're gonna we're gonna get a Willy Wonka expanded universe with an, an Augustus Gloop movie and the Mike TV movie and <laughs> listen, Jobo, listen, Jobo. I I just need everyone to be quiet for a second. I'm not kidding. <laughs> So, I just can we just go over this like humans real quick? So they're making, they're making, yes. a Willy Wonka, yes, origin story. Not so much origin, but a movie about his adventures when he was younger. So, so they're making a Willy Wonka origin story. <laughs> yes, sure. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> and, and I'm not joking. And uh, they also said that uh, if the film is successful... Um, want, which of, oh, yes, <laughs> well, you never know. It could be successful. Uh, if, if it is successful, is successful, how many movies are they going to make? They're, they're, Ten. They're, they're planning on making it a franchise if it is uh, successful. Um, Christ, man. Yeah. So here's here's a question. Is this, is this off of the shitty Michael Jackson Donny Johnny Depp movie? Is it off of that one? No, no, or, no. No, I think it's so, um. I, I don't so, think it's based on anything really. I think so it's, Gene Wilder dies, and you shit on his legacy by by a Willy Wonka prequel. So who's slated to play Wonka, young Willy Wonka? Uh, Eddie said Redman. James. It said in the uh, the article, uh, Kevin Hart is uh, going to be. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and The Rock is playing all of the Oopaloopas out of irony. <laughs> no, 
but like for real though, what if The Rock was really Wonka and and, and uh, Kevin Hart was like one of his Oompa Loompas? And he's like, "Yo, man, I'm I Kevin Hart." That. that would be funny as hell. That would be a good movie if they do that. I'm okay with it. Okay, that's, <laughs> the only that's condition. Cute. That's cute. I yeah. like that. That's a good. That's a good thing. All right, moving on, Jason. Do we have any questions? Oh from... wait, did they say who's going to oh, play Young no, Willy Wonka no, they, or no? It's it's oh, too okay. too early in the process. They, no no one really knows yet. And did you guys hear uh, that Max Landis is going to direct it? <laughs> he's also playing the he's also playing the, the river of of all the colors because of his hair. Okay, that was a stretch. <laughs> sorry, that was a stretch, but yeah. I appreciate it. All right, Jason. Any questions from uh, Twitter? Twitter? No, not this week. I'm looking uh, right now. No block coffee? No, she probably moved to Canada. What <laughs> about uh, from that, that, that piece of shit, uh, smart-ass reviews on Twitter? Yeah, I he, hoped he got deported. I heard he was Mexican. Yeah, I fucking, <laughs> fucking, hate, I fucking hate that guy. He really came hard hope, on you, Joe. I, he better hope that I, I don't find him. Oh, Jason, we do have a question. Really? Um, I'm looking right now. I, so am I, and I see a question right here from Block right, Coffee. What is uh, it Sorry. says, uh, what country would you move to? Okay, it's it's misworded here. Uh, what country would you move to in order to get away from what happened on Tuesday? Who's it from? Japan. Well, it's from Block Coffee. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> I'll, I'll take this one. Japan. I'm staying right the I'm staying right the fuck here, man. I love this country. And just because the guy I don't like got elected doesn't mean I'm going to fucking jump ship and turn my back on my country, man. See, I, I like I, I'm staying here. It. I'm staying here and I'm fighting, man. And if there's a fight to be fought, I'll fight it. If there's no You're... fight to be fought, then I'm going to I'm going to reap the benefits of everything great that this country has. I ain't jumping ship. I'm staying You're right. Good man, fuck. Evan Moore. Staying you right. Fuck here. You grab America by the pussy and you. I stay. already did. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? If I if I had to leave, like I, I'm I'm with you. I will I wouldn't want to leave. Like I would stand for what's right and all. Uh, but if I had to leave, gun to my head, I'd probably just try and find some islands somewhere and start my own country. Would it be a, Joe, a beach in in Joe, in, in, in Joe UK? Maybe yeah, Jotopia. And we don't have to worry about taxes. We don't have to worry about movie remakes. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> We can we can remake our own movies. Yeah, we can just make our own movies called Coconut Town. (laughs) Uh, What would you name the island? Would it would it would it end with a Kirk by any chance and begin with a Dunn? No, that's already taken. The great city is Dunkirk. Jotopia. Yeah. Exactly. We'll uh, we'll start our own nation. What about you, Sean? happened here um on twitter i would probably just uh wait for california to secede from the union and then i'll just go there that way you know kill kill two birds with one stone but oh, yeah california's trying to secede from the union right yeah, yeah good well, luck gonna, texas they're gonna, tried they're gonna, they're gonna drift off into the ocean anyway so who cares oh. <laughs> yeah yeah no, go I'm, I'm serious Alaska. california default line on california is actually breaking half of California and shifting it up and eventually we'll end up where Alaska is. I'm not kidding. Well, so fuck them. They're gone anyway. It, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's with science. I mean, are you telling me San Andreas was a real movie? 
this is a great game up, too. Look up what's going to happen to California. All right, what's yeah. going to happen to Evan Moore? How dare you use my maiden name, <laughs> John? Maybe by the time you move there, it'll it'll break off. My maybe. new name is Blurb. <laughs> All right, Blurb. Uh, okay, moving on. Let's uh, go into miscellaneous. Right in my ass. Oh, Sean, I got a great miscellaneous story for you, actually. I forgot to share it for you. Well, why don't you just tell us so, now? So apparently on uh, November 8th, a man named Donald Trump won the <laughs> president of the United States. Did you guys hear about that insane. one? <laughs> that's crazy, Jason. That's that's not real. Stop it. No, it's not. It's actually a prank video. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, a woman in Tokyo... So I guess that's where Joe. Oh, no, that's where Jason's going. Hell um, yeah! A woman in Tokyo who was undergoing an operation using a laser to cut open her cervix began to fart multiple times, causing a fire in the operating room. Can you start that? <laughs> what did you just say? What did you didn't say? What I thought you just said. Can you say that one more time, please? A woman in Tokyo who was undergoing an Tokyo. operation. Undergoing an operation with a laser that was being used. Laser. Laser. All right. Began to fart multiple times. Which caused a fire in the operating room. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. That's not real. That didn't happen. Uh, doctors believe the gas ignited the laser, causing the fire to break out. How, did uh, that, how does that happen? Uh, was, her na- was her name Fook You? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Fook Me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, unfortunately, uh, the patient was burned over most of her waist and legs. Um, and, uh, a report suggests no flammable, flammable materials were found in the room. Flammable. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, some doctors are skeptical saying that the amount of methane gas needed to cause such an event is more than the human body could produce. So no one's really quite sure exactly. Uh, I think they're blaming her farts on faulty technology. Like, listen, those Japanese love them to death. Great culture, have respect for their elders, but they fart a lot. Well, okay, okay yeah. hold on. You just said, I love the Japanese, great culture, good respect for the elders, but there's a problem. That's what you just said. You're Donald Trump. Yeah, you got to build racist. a wall around Japan. Uh, no, I'm kidding. You don't. But they like uh, to build a wall around us. A no, in all, in all seriousness, I feel like the laser that was cutting into her cervix remind me what cervix is like a woman body part right (laughs) yes jason is a woman body part jason if you have to ask (laughs) so i feel like (laughs) 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 is she there what put yuli on Oh, oh you want me to oh I'm going to cry. (laughs) Hey, Yulia. Have her explain to you what a cervix is. She's just looking at me. (laughs) She put her headphones back in. Okay. All right. Well, I I failed sex education. um, Uh, Because I wouldn't have sex with a gym teacher. (laughs) I'm here all night, folks. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh. Okay. Okay. Back on track. Sorry. I have a case of the giggle. That was one of the Uh, five minutes of anything ever. (laughs) (laughs) I think that um, the, the, it wasn't her farting that made the thing go on fire. I really feel like she really doesn't give me the strangest look right now. <laughs> she I, should. I feel like 
Yeah, I think the laser performing the operation probably just something went wrong, maybe an electrical fire. Uh, and they're blaming it on this poor lady, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Jason, Jason, just admit it was you. You were the one well, that... So, Yulia, hi. So, Jason just asked, so correct me if I'm wrong, but the cervix is a woman part, right? <laughs> and I said, if you have to ask. And then we all laughed and asked you to come on. It's not as funny now. A cervix is a lady part. Can you show us? <laughs> just kidding. Oh, uh, hold on there. Uh, I technically can't. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, uh, moving on. Speaking of uh, male parts, uh, a new cosmetic. Proce- I'm here. <laughs> a new cosmetic procedure is sweeping Hollywood, and it's it's called uh, Scrotox. Oh, no. I'm sorry. What's it called? Scrotox. Oh, like Botox. Yes. Uh, as expected, uh, the procedure involves injecting Botox into men's scrotums in an attempt oh, to, to make the muscles relax and eliminate wrinkles, uh, relax the skin, and make the scrotum appear larger. Okay, guys, let me ask you something a little personal. You, you might not, you might, if you don't have to answer if you don't want, but who the fuck here actually looks at their scrotum? Because I don't. I, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, I look I at other people's photos. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Joe? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> this, this, is, this is not good. Why are we? Why are we talking about Joe? Would this? you get this so, procedure? No. <laughs> How concerned are these people that they're looking at their scrotum? Like, huh? I'm getting wrinkly. Well, these, these uh, are you know what they say first the forehead. These are why, Hollywood why, people, you know. This, this, it, we we all act like the like the movie remakes are are the big problem. No, this is it. This is the problem. People, <laughs> these these people are doing this. I bet you all these people voted for Trump. You know, it's probably porn stars because they got to make their you know yeah. their their in their tools of the trade. They mm-hmm. got to polish them, make them look real nice, like how women get breast implants. Men get men get scrotox and fake penises. <laughs> and uh, the, that's, that's the only educated way I can see this. Or it's just people who are very very uh, self conscious, very rich, every inch and don't know what else to do with their money. They, they they see their foreheads getting wrinkles and they're like, shit, my scrotum could be getting the same thing. Uh, the injections last from three to six months and uh, they cost anywhere between fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars per procedure. Jesus Christ. Um, however, not all the results are guaranteed, as the article mentions uh, that, quote, relaxation of the scrotal skin will lead to a smoother, floppier, and longer scrotum. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. It's, it's Sean, like a huge coin. So, all right. I have another request other than quitting the show. So Sean is no longer in charge of picking miscellaneous <laughs> stories. Like, this is it, dude. This, the, Hold the, on. I, I'm not finished yet. To, I have, no, I have listened to Burger King. Hey. I have listened... To Fifty Shades of Grey, and here we are with Scrotox. <laughs> and I just, I don't know where to go from here, buddy. I, I just don't know what oh, to say. Oh, wait till the next story. Um, this, uh, uh, are you? What? <laughs> Sean, all right, so so I'm going to impeach you. <laughs> just you wait. Go ahead, finish your story. Finish your story. See uh, well, what happens I, to you. I, I, you didn't let me finish the quote. Uh, they were talking about the. You, fl- you have you have brothers. The, you have brothers, the, right? The longer, floppier scrotum. Have, have you talked to them recently? Because, you know, I might. I yes, might have one of my brothers voted for Trump. 
And um, you, oh, and you uh, part of the you, problem. Uh, you might need to uh, come find your brothers. I might have them kidnapped and tied to a train. You don't know. Excuse me. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're getting I, we're getting too off track here. Um, no, Sean, we're talking about, about scrotums. <laughs> it's unfortunately the topic. So wait, are you saying their their scrotums are going to be really long and floppy? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm saying, Jason. Uh, and they say that the appearance is more consistent with an older scrotum. So basically, the uh, the good thing is you won't have wrinkles, but the the trade off is is that uh, it's going to kind of sag down a bit, but you're not going to have any wrinkles. So I, I, I just don't sit on them. I can't believe you two are having a normal conversation about <laughs> shag, saggy scrotums right now. Listen, this Evan, is we're going to be Joe, okay. Joe, help me out. Joe. Hi, Joe. You still there? Yeah, reluctantly. <laughs> we're going to be all one up, I'm going to put you on the other side of the wall, Sean. <laughs> Why? This is this is this is worse than a Willy Wonka movie. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I snapped at the Willy Wonka reboot, so here we are. Oh, sorry, origin story. Continue with your scrotums. Oh, we're finished with the scrotums. I can move oh, to good. the next story. I can move to the next, next story. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh god, that was a bad laugh. <laughs> All right. Uh, public masturbation is no longer a crime in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, it's your people. You're the one who fucked this up. Yeah. <laughs> I blame I the Italians. Lock them up. I don't, I don't live there. Uh, Italy's Supreme Court ruled that public <laughs> masturbation can no longer be punishable <laughs> as a crime, but instead as a possible fine. This was such an issue. It went to the fucking Supreme Court. <laughs> yes. Was there that many people? Was there that many people standing around outside going like free the dick and <laughs> that it that it actually went to out. the Supreme Court for them to be like okay, well, it's no longer a crime, and everyone celebrate. like, wh- what? Well, I'll tell you how this happened. Uh, the decision came after a 69-year-old man was arrested and charged with masturbating in front of students at the University of uh, Catania, I think is how you say it. Um, Catania, meatball. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Ravioli. Uh, gra- you put gravy on your sauce. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Uh, he Fuck was time people. He was sentenced. To, he was sentenced to three <laughs> months in prison uh, before the the man's For lawyer. Uh, the man's lawyer took the case to the Supreme Court, citing the penalty was too harsh, and uh, the court decided to uh, decriminalize the act and are now figuring out what exactly the fine should be for future cases. So. Um, well, so, yeah. you know, I mean, if you're on vacation, you're looking at the beautiful Italian women. Sometimes, Sometimes you just, just got to whip it out. They all got mustaches and hairy armpits, right, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know, speaking of decriminalizing, we forgot to talk about the fact that you could smoke weed in Massachusetts now. That's pretty cool. You know, Boston's pretty close, guys. It's only a four-hour train. Yeah, you know. Well, I don't smoke weed, so, you know, whatever. Yeah, who does that? I am going to go to Italy, though, and publicly masturbate. Italy? Anyway, what's next, Sean? Italy? I'm going to go to Italy. (laughs) I say that a lot, don't I? I mean, I say it that way. It's like Italy. I should say Italy. My New Jersey accent. Evan, you're showing me a lot of disrespect right now, making fun of my people. You know, you're a lot like that that guy on Twitter who who I can't stand. You know, smart-ass reviews. (laughs) I thought you were going to say Donald J. Trump, at the real Donald Trump. You better be careful, Joe. Be yeah, careful of what? Reviews, what I don't think like you very much. 
What's he gonna do to me? What's he gonna do to me? I don't know. Yeah, I think he, I think he started that account to make. He's gonna spit in your mouth. Else. And then he started making fun of you, and now it's uh, it's a butter boy. Well, hold problem. on, Wait, hold on. Joe was the first one to make fun of people. I didn't make fun of him. I called him out on a, on a poorly timed question. It was perfectly was timed. It? Yeah, was it was a perfectly timed. Question? It was it was about the uh, the the ho- it was during Halloween. He was asking favorite horror movies. So Joe made fun of him, and then Smartass Reviews, uh, an anonymous listener. Was like, oh fuck you! You smell like peppercorn, which is <laughs> what we talked about last week. Yes, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. It, well, all right, what's Joe's from Italy, so yeah. whatever. Uh, that's actually all we have, Jason. Oh my lord! So I'd like to say this episode's one for the ages because we witnessed in a, a historical event that, that comes once in a blue moon, I'm and this drained from this episode. What was very that? T- this this episode, uh, I'm very tired from this episode. Well, Me we too. Start, I mean, let's, it's, let's it's just late. remember that we started this episode with like a serious political talk, and, and then ended with scrotox, <laughs> and then yeah. we went into saggy scrotums. So <laughs> that's what you get, ladies and gentlemen, on Blah Blah Podcast: a roller coaster of emotions, good and bad, left and right. That's a political joke. So what was the, what was the historic moment that you just referenced? The election and the outcome. Oh. It's historic. Oh, I, I guess. Sure. Sure, Fat why not? orange piece of shit wins presidency. Woo. Speaking of, hey, look, there's uh, Willy Wonka's Oopa Loopa for his prequel. Oh uh, he's, he's now <laughs> you our ever president. You see that fucking thing where Chris Christie's the girl blown up as yeah. the blueberry <laughs> and Trump's an Oompa Loompa? Oh, yeah. that's fun. So funny. Anyway, I'm Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at jgreen89, J-A-Y-G-R-E-E-N. 89, email me for whatever the fucking reason you want, jgreen89 at gmail. Also, follow this podcast on iTunes. Subscribe to us, blah, blah, podcast. Oh, and we're on Twitter, too, blah, blah, P-O-D-1. Sean? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. And if you're interested to hear what Smartass Reviews is going to say back to Joe, uh, you can follow his uh, Twitter account at, at Anonymous. I'm assuming it's a guy. It, it seems like it's it would be a dude. You're assuming their gender. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> could, you can't do that nowadays, Sean. Joe, anything you want to plug? Um, I don't have anything to plug, but since Chris isn't here today, I'm I'll do uh, Chris's tip of the week for him. Oh, good. Uh, if you're if you're on Twitter and your name's Smartass Reviews, I don't care who you are. I'm fucking coming after you because you you threw the first punch i'm just i'm just you know keeping my guard up at this point this doesn't sound like anything chris would say i don't care I, this is this is my my show <laughs> okay evan anything you want to plug i don't want to plug anything but i just wanted to say uh, just reiterate from the beginning of the show and i don't mean to be like a uh, too serious but you know if you're out there and you're protesting please be safe you know everyone just be safe if you're yeah. a piece of shit who's gonna punch a woman in hijab in the face like please don't do that and if you are you know in in a minority group just be safe out there everyone just please chill the fuck out for a little bit like i know everyone's upset but I, I hate the divisiveness. I hate the division. I know it's partially his fault. But just to all of our listeners, we love you. We love this country. We just want everyone to be safe and happy. And that's all that we can ask for. Amen to that, everybody. Love each other. We're all on this big train 
plane automobile that is America together. Um, but yes, we're all in this together. Good night. And Just remember, like High School Musical. We're all in this together. And we know that you are. We're all, right, all Good And night. you see that we're all, we're all in this, this together. together. It's like wildcats in the house. In the house. Yeah. Everybody said now wildcats everywhere. Raise your hands up in the air. That's oh, the way we do it. Let's wow, get Joe, to it. Scott Scott <laughs> oh, Joe, I only kind of knew it. I think that you're kind of like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>